Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Stylish Bride, the podcast dedicated to making sure you are dressed, styled, and down the aisle. I hope you guys all had a great 4th of July. We took last week off to hang with our family and enjoy the holiday and actually packed up our daughter to summer camp for the very first time. Oh my gosh, I had no idea how much I would miss her. It was so hard. So if any moms are out there listening, please write to me and tell me how to survive the summer camp blues. Oh my gosh. Anyway, on to more important things. Today, we are going to be talking about something that I don't really think many people talk about. And that's how to survive your photo session without losing it, basically. And what I mean by that is I've noticed, you know, over the last couple of years that when you're doing your portraits or wedding party photos, family photos, all of that, either if you do a first look and you do it before the wedding or after the wedding, it can really be one of the hardest times of the day of the wedding day. And that's because it's really long. And I think people are adding more and more people into the mix that you want to picture with. And this can go on for a couple of hours sometimes. And, you know, we've talked about this before on this podcast, but I really strongly suggest that you curate that list pretty carefully because what's going to happen is you're going to get exhausted and hot and cranky. And I have seen it where the family really has no patience for it and is like yelling at the photographer to hurry up and stop. And it's typically not their fault because, you know, they're not the ones who make the list. With that said, you know, you also have to make sure that your photographer is somebody who does go quickly, but most of the people that I work with certainly are. So, you know, that's sort of the idea behind this. But because we are in so many of these photo sessions and I can tell you that it really is one of the hardest parts of the day just because there isn't a whole lot of action and you're standing there and you're posing and you're trying to hoard a group of people to do what you want them to do when no one's really paying attention and it can be difficult. If you have a wedding planner, that's something that typically one of their staff or the photographer's assistant will do, but you have to make sure that people are in the area so it can be really hard. But that isn't what I actually want to talk about today. I want to talk about from a personal standpoint, how to survive. Because I think what happens is that when these sessions go on too long, and particularly when you're outside, it can be really arduous. And you're all ready, you're made up, you're ready to go, you have your dress on, you're excited, and then you're standing there still, smiling, supposed to be looking like you're having fun, and nothing's really happening yet. So of course, these photos are important, but I'm going to talk to you today about a couple of ways to navigate the process to make sure that it goes as smoothly as possible. So the first thing that I actually want to point out, which isn't something that I had really thought a ton about before, but a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a wedding in Wyoming that was absolutely beautiful. And we were standing there and the bride has the river behind her and she looks absolutely gorgeous, but she has fair skin and started to burn. And thank God I had some sunscreen in my bag and because I'm fair and I'm constantly applying sunscreen and chasing my kids around with the sunscreen spray and everything. But, 
you know, I applied it to her whole back because it was open and her shoulders. And the last thing you want is to be burnt when you're walking down the aisle. Not only that, but it makes you hot. So, you know, it's an important thing to come prepared. And same thing with bug spray. I mean, you know, I did a wedding last year where the mosquitoes were going through people's clothing and the groom ended up with mosquito bites all over his face. And it was really unfortunate. I mean, it's obviously really uncomfortable. So if you don't have somebody there that is going to be watching out for these things, make sure you pack a little bag and include things like sunscreen and bug spray in there to make sure that you're covered literally. (laughs) And that kind of leads me to my second point, which is I really recommend you keeping your hair and makeup people close by. I've done a ton of weddings where after they've, you know, prepared everyone, they kind of disappear for a little while. And this is not the greatest. When you're outside, particularly, you're going to get hot, you're going to get windblown, you're going to get sweaty. And having those people on hand kind of watching over the shoot is a really valuable components. So if your budget allows, definitely keep them on and have them follow you around. I actually recommend that they stay until after the wedding dress is bustled, which is typically when we go also, but you can do a touch up and bustle at the same time and you're going to look fresh and be prepared for your party. And actually a lot of people do a hair change and even like a lip color change at this time. And it's a good transition point. Another one that seems pretty obvious, but you'd be surprised how often it doesn't happen, is that you really want to stay hydrated during the photos. So bring a bottle of water, have somebody bring it for you. You know, if you don't have a dresser or a planner, you know, maybe make your maid of honor in charge of this little bag of goodies and hydrate and definitely throw in a straw because you're not going to want to get your lipstick all messed up and you're going to want to keep drinking in slow sips, but not have to reapply every time you do. So throw in a bottle of water with a straw. Another thing that comes up a lot is this is the time that your feet start to hurt. And what's interesting is I have a lot of clients, and you guys are have heard me say this before, that claim they can run in stilettos and it's going to be fine and they can wear them all day and walk around Manhattan. But the wedding day is a really different thing. And I think that's because you're standing in one spot and not moving which is a different kind of action, you know, or actually inaction really, which make your feet hurt more. So I think that if you can find a shoe, I suggest having a backup shoe anyway, and we're going to talk about that in a future episode. But if you can have a shoe that's relatively the same height and do your photos in that, no one's going to see it because you're going to be standing for the most part, maybe walking a little bit, but you know, your dress will be down. So you're not going to really see the shoe. And if you can be comfortable during that time and put your shoes back on before you go down the aisle, I think that it's really, really a great idea. And it'll protect your feet for the rest of the night, particularly if you want to wear those shoes. There's something about standing and kind of being locked in your knees, even if it's on the ground, which is another component, actually, if you want to wear a high heel that has, you know, a thin heel and you're going to be outside taking pictures, you need a block heel or a wedge or flat or something like that to really be able to navigate. The last thing you want to do is trip. So strongly consider what you're doing your photos in, in terms of shoes. The next tip is you want to know how to hold the train of your wedding dress so that it doesn't get dirty. Uh, This is like a huge pet peeve of mine where before the bride even gets down the aisle, her, the bottom, the hem and the train of her dress are dirty. And I think that 
you know, it's a cost benefit analysis. So when we work on the wedding day, we will talk with the photographer, the planner and the bride and say, look, you know, I know that these outdoor pictures are really beautiful and you want to get all of these great shots. You have to be aware that your dress can get dirty in these spots. You know, we always scout it out before. How do you want to handle that? And it's really, you know, a cost benefit analysis. Some people will say that protecting their dress is more important. And some people will say that getting the shot is more important. You know, of course, on our end, we think the dress is more important and the photographer thinks the shot's more important, but really we can all work together to figure out what makes the bride the most happy. But we can also teach you how to hold your dress so that you can walk and it isn't getting filthy. First of all, that means that if you know you're going to be on grass, you want to make sure in your fittings that your hem isn't too long. So always err on the side of a little bit shorter, knowing that you're going to be on grass. And that is going to add, you know, I don't know, sometimes an inch to two inches. I'm not saying cut your dress two inches short, but it's going to make it, you know, give it traction and get caught so that your dress hem will actually go under because it's getting caught on the grass. And then in terms of your train, if you can have somebody help you, you know, pick it up so that when you lay out your train, you grab the middle. So kind of halfway down and halfway in. So really that center point of the train and you grab it and pinch it with your hands. And then you swing it around and making sure that all of the fabric isn't dragging. There isn't anything left dragging. You can carry it that way and it looks pretty and it's not getting dirty. It's not trailing behind you. The key to this is making sure that it's not, things aren't dragging. And that can happen, especially when the train is really long. So just have somebody kind of keep an eye out for that and even tell your photographer because he's going to be the one or she is going to be the one looking at you most and say, listen, if you see this dragging, let me know and I'll, you know, readjust it. But that way you're not dragging through the dirt and the grass and the mud and whatever. And hopefully it'll be a little bit less dirty when you walk down the aisle. And then that leads me to my last suggestion, which is having something to stand on when you're going to be taking outdoor pictures because the grass might be wet, it could be muddy, there could be a lot of dirt around. And so what we do is we carry a clear plastic tarp with us. I buy them at the hardware store, we cut them up and you can stick it underneath the dress so that you really can't see it, but it protects it especially when you're doing like portrait sessions where you have your whole wedding party and you don't even really see the dress behind you. And it, then it's you know less obvious. But I've done this on the steps of the New York Public Library and in the middle of a field in Jackson Hole and you know all of these scenarios, not just when it's raining, but when you have a dress that has a fabric that really attracts dirt, like a silk file or a satin, but even if you have a lace dress, and you don't want it to just be laying there getting dirty, put either a sheet, a white sheet, or some clear plastic, as I said, and that will help a little bit. It might not be perfect, but it's going to be better. So that's it for today. It's a super quick one, but I just thought, you know, with wedding season really in full force and all of you guys preparing for summer weddings and fall weddings, you should know these things and start thinking about them in advance so that you can make sure that you are as comfortable as possible during this time because it's a several hour time block typically, especially if you're doing it before the ceremony and you've done a first look that can really, you know, get kind of long and it can make you feel a little bit exhausted 
And so I hope these tips help you and give you some actionable advice so that it goes as smoothly as possible. So that's it for today. I want to ask you if you've enjoyed this episode or this podcast to leave a review wherever you get your podcasts from, because it'll help other people find us. And don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss a tip on how to be dressed, styled, and down the aisle. Bye for now.